2: Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence.
1: but I feel like we are really good as a, at a society as excusing bad behavior for the way people, because of people's circumstances yeah. or because of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, we're on a dangerous slope. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a Drop it like a hat. Drop- We're here, guys. We made it. I can't even believe it.
2: We did. Oh, I have a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you call her Cheryl Hickey. You know, there's just those people that have first and last names. You always refer to them by their first, their last Cheryl Hickey. I don't
3: understand that. But why?
2: I just rolls together. Like I never would just like. Even when you just called and it said Cheryl, I'm like Cheryl, Cheryl Hickey. Hickey.
3: Yeah, but so and so you don't have a last name to me. It's Cat
2: and Nat. Well, we don't have a last name to a lot of people. Yeah, when they meet us, it's like this. Oh, it's Cat and Nat. Yeah, or they're like they say yeah like i'm by myself cat Nat, yeah, sure
3: in my phone it says cat Nat. <laughs> and i'm not actually sure when i call you it doesn't matter doesn't, it is.
2: doesn't really That's matter you thing. can call both of us
1: okay so if you are american and you don't know who this is well actually i feel like you i feel like you are in america sometimes
3: mm-hmm. yeah i mean we are we yeah we do go there quite a bit um but I think family home overhaul was shown there. Anyway, who knows? But hi to my American friends.
2: Hi. <laughs> Hello. Am I wrong? I feel like they call you Canada's sweetheart. I've heard it. Yes. yes. I don't
3: even know what that means, though. Like, what does that mean?
2: I mean, in my mind, it means that, like, on canadian television we have been watching you for like a, a that
3: i'm old that i'm <laughs> old and i'm i'm just old just it's that true. you
2: started you started old, yeah. a long time ago i'm old yeah now,
3: <laughs> it's true it's not old
2: it is, we've watched you grow <laughs> Watching and Canada and has loved your personality forever, and I feel like people always say positive things about you. Mm-hmm. I never, we never hear anything negative, it's always just everyone loves you.
3: Oh, well, that's really nice.
2: That must be that's, what a sweetheart
3: means. You, you're
1: overall just a kind person, you know that you don't, you're not mean.
3: Well, I mean, I think life is too short. I think at the end of the day, you get what you give, and I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, I. My mom taught us a long time ago that what you put out is what you get back. And so it's just sort of habit, you know, and you surround yourself with good people who enjoy life and are kind. And like, it's not actually that hard for the most part. Yeah, but some people are mean. (laughs) right but do you focus on I try not to focus on that if if someone's mean and they don't like me and I'm not their jam that's okay you don't not everyone's gonna like honestly like I can't you
1: always this way no no,
3: when I was in high school for sure that hurt a lot and probably in college too and in my 20s and then I think there comes a time where you're just like okay where am I going to focus my energy what brings me joy who brings me joy and how can I bring them joy
1: what happens if they're? Um, what happens when you're when someone's mean to your kids? Like when
2: they come home and okay, they're, well
3: that's different. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Cheryl has um, two two kids, a boy no, and a girl. You're not
3: wrong. How Eight. old are they? Uh, Thirteen and nine.
2: That's really
1: hard, right? When you have like a kid and we can be all Zen and then your kid comes home and they're like, actually, so-and-so was mean to me. And you're like, what the
3: fuck? No, for sure. That goes on in my mind. But I have been, because we've had a couple of those situations and I have tried to say to the kids recently, actually, and it was quite serious, um, where someone threatened my son and I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but it was pretty serious and I need to go. I took a moment, went into my room when I heard all the things. And then I, I came back and I wanted my first reaction to be, we need to also think about where this person's coming from, the environment they're coming from, where they feel like they could say and threaten someone in the way that they've threatened you. And so that was my first, we need to like pause on it. And then the fear, because like you have fear as a yeah. parent. A lot of that stuff all comes from fear. And then anger, right? So, but I had to be conscious of the, the ways I was feeling because then it's going to translate to my kid. Like at the end of the day, it is. I know, I, I, I know. See, Listen. I'm with
1: you. I just, I'm in a new phase right now. I don't know what this is, but I feel like we are really good at a society as excusing bad behavior for the way people, because of people's circumstances or because of insecurities. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're on a dangerous slope of, because I think social media has taught us in a way to be like, oh, they're just like, just you need a hug, like, like to roll it off. And I feel like it's carrying off into the, this world where now you can be a really terrible human. And we're all just like, sorry, like, How many people can they step on before there's a consequence of being accountable for your behavior, not only just because of where you came from or what you feel like?
3: No, and I I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think there's a delicate balance of both of them, right? This is like life lessons and things like that. And then there's someone's safety in this particular situation. For us, it was how are we going to keep you safe? Mm -hmm. And are we going to like, which one are we going to do here? Which one are we going to go for keeping you safe? Or
1: it was really tricky.
3: It It was really tricky. But I understand what you're saying. I mean across the board. I mean across the board. I mean in adulthood. I mean But you have to stand up for your kids. That I totally believe. And 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 yourself. And yourself. And there have been times where I've called a mom and had like full on conversations and been like, can we break this down together? You and I need to have a talk. What can we do? We're
2: the adults here. Yeah,
3: for sure. And and I think for the most part, people are, are are rational and and do want to come to a good place because everyone wants their kid to win. Everyone wants their kid to be okay. And And
2: nobody wants their kid to be a shitty kid. No.
3: And and, and at one point in the game, all of our kids are going to misstep. And they're going to say things that that they don't mean and that they they said out of the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. And so when I give someone grace, I hope that the grace comes back to my kids one day when they're not great. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, in this situation with our, we had to pick safety first. And mine was like, "We we need to back it down.
1: I see, it's it's so, so you work in an environment of TV where I feel like so much of the conversations have been really terrible about what women have been through, um, we yeah. went through the Harvey Weinst- Weinstein, mm-hmm. yeah. like era, and what women had to do to get to their, for their roles and their positions, and I feel like the next thing to be exposed is women treating, women in power being bullies to other women, mm-hmm. in terms of, mm-hmm. like, like, um... Uh, what's that word I'm saying? Like, um, making people feel, like, insup- inferior for, um, for just, like, living or, like, trying, like, you know, there, for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that you, as a woman who's been in the industry for how, how long?
3: Mm-hmm. I was 17 when I started, <gasps> and I'm 46 now. 17. What, what were you doing at yeah. 17? So 17, my dad was like, you know, you talk a lot. You could maybe <laughs> make a living out of this. And I'm like, yeah, you think? So he, we went to a cable station, and I volunteered for the summer. And then I was like, that's it. I'm out. And I went to um, journalism school at 17.
2: That's very progressive of your parents.
3: Yeah, my dad was like, he was really amazing. He is amazing. Um, but yeah.
2: So. He could see it in you. Yeah. That's really cool to see that at that age.
3: What was your first big break? My first big break... I mean, listen, I mean, the biggest break of my life certainly was ET Canada, but I think... There's been multiple breaks. There's been so many little breaks, but... All of them have been like hard work lead to a break. And if I was ready, the door opened, right? And Uh if the door opens and you're ready, you're good to go. But if you're not ready, the door shuts, right? That's how I see life. Like luck plays part in everything. Uh But if you're not prepared and you're not ready, you can't jump forward and take inspired action and move, right? You have to be ready. So that's sort of been my life throughout, I think. Have people helped you get there like women like who like have like, you know a, female mentors yeah,
1: can you think back and think like wow I've been really fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of people who've always cheered me on or well you guys <laughs> yeah, you guys have definitely I done know, that You've been but there's supportive. people in that really do yeah. open doors close doors for different reasons
3: There's I've had both I've had both mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. had listen in the very early on in my career I had run ins with women that weren't great Ugh. And they did things to make sure that I wasn't getting ahead and 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 that was really, really hard because it's competitive because it's competitive. and also um, yeah, it was messy. It was really it was really messy in the very beginning. and there were there were men that did that too. I remember my very first boss, he would try and pit women against each other and he would say well you can't wear those knickers because that's her look what's a, was, what's a knicker it's pants. like pants that go below your knees so i was a camera woman at the time and he would say things like well you can't you can't wear that because this girl who was on camera she likes to wear that and, da, 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 da. and i'm like but i'm a camera woman and what does this have to do with yeah. anything and he wanted to create that thing that didn't really exist but he worked hard at creating it.
1: You know, yeah. our very first opportunity. Well, I'm going to take a quick break and then tell you kind of a juicy story when I get back, okay?
3: Oh, Hold on. Don't worry. Someone calling you? No.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> take a break? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help
1: manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: h-e-l-p dot
1: com slash cat and nat okay we're back so our very first like tv appearance was back probably i won't say the show because it's canadian it was not your show was not even on this network it was like 10 years ago 11 years ago and we got like a like a contract And what it said was, like, do not look at the host. Do not talk to the host. No. Yep. Unless you're spoken to. Bring three outfits in case you are even, like, similar to that person. You must change. It was literally do not talk to them unless they talk to you. Do not
2: look at so them. Seriously? Just, yeah. So you can imagine the two of us because to get into like backstage, you had to walk by where they all were, and so we were just like stare forward, stare forward, don't yeah. look. And then they kind of looked, and some of them were like hi, and we're like I don't know, hi, hi. I don't I don't know what to say. Yeah, but as like as
1: new ta- like new people walking on, it was like don't don't do that. I'm like, okay,
2: don't look at you. And we and we like, thought
1: it was always going to be like that. I'm like, we're in Canada. I don't like this is so weird because yeah. right away it puts someone ahead of you. Like, it puts someone on a different level than you right away, and that was
2: super intimidating and weird for us. I be. guess our contract wouldn't have been like that if we were a celebrity going on.
3: I mean, it doesn't I matter, know. does it? I don't know, but that's really, that's really strange. That's really strange. Hopefully
1: okay, good. We've that's very it. strange, you guys, just so you know, that's very, yeah, hopefully we should try to get another contract. Oh. Mm-hmm. But you see if well, it's the same thing, we'll just ask them now. We're friends with them. We'll be. Yeah. Do you remember when? So for wow. you, for you being a mo- like you've been pregnant on the show, mm-hmm. you had to take mat leave. Not had to. You took mat leave and then you came back. Were you like? What is the feeling of? Because the perception from like the morning show and the shows we see mm-hmm. of on TV are like cutthroat. You have to show up and be your best person, even when you're not feeling your best. Mm-hmm. You have to like be like, dang. Mm-hmm. and then but you have a whole life going on behind you mm-hmm. how like how is that because that's 90% of your job is showing up happy no actually 100% of your job is showing up happy
3: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and I would say um that the stage of ET Canada has been like my sort of like I I've I've trained my brain that the moment I step on there anything that's going on in the world in my life whether it's my family or anything that is just not amazing it immediately goes away, and I turn into that mode. So that's also that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because I can bury stuff really easily by working a lot. And so it's a gift and a curse on the same breath. I've come to learn over the years. But you know, having you know been pregnant on on the show both times, um, it was a lot of pressure. It was a, it was a ton of pressure trying to get dressed every day and having people weigh in on on what you look like and. And how you stand and you shouldn't be wearing heels this far in your pregnancy right. and you know that makeup's really toxic and you really <sighs> shouldn't be doing that and your skirt is too short, you're pregnant and there was a lot of that. So I had to turn a lot of that off at first. Um, and then I, I really had in my mind that I was going to come back you know after a couple of months. like I was like, nope, I'm not going to take a full year. <gasps> Why? Um because my clock was never ticking like I was never a person who was like, I need to have a baby right now i, I didn't have that so I didn't I, I just didn't i I, I
1: it wasn't because you were nervous like your job would be gone. Well, hold on oh, so okay yeah
3: I mean, I think at first it was like, no, I'm a career person. this is what I want to do and I'm gonna have a night nurse and I'm gonna this and I'm gonna that and nightmares. So Jackson was born and the moment I held him I was like everybody else get away I'm probably never going back to work. Mm. Like my whole everything in my being changed. Like it was very strange for me. And I I didn't know but I know now that I ended up having like postpartum depression mm. but mine wasn't like the regular depression. Mine was anxiety. I didn't want anyone else around him when he slept. I I worried like the craziest worries. Um, I couldn't function. Like, I didn't like being away from him. And so I never got help for it because I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. It wasn't talked just, about. Just, It wasn't talked about. It no. was depression. Only depression. Yeah. Not
1: anxiety. Because yeah. we, we went through the same thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then you were like, well, are you having thoughts of hurting your baby? Nope. So, I guess you're okay. Yeah, that was it. And
3: I didn't know what it was until Nyla was born because I, I felt the difference. So, when Nyla was born, I was like, Yeah, give her a hug. It's fine. Hold her, feed her. We're good. We're good. And I was like, Whoa,
2: this is very wow. different. How long did it last for the first one? Oh, years.
3: Like oh. I would say a good two years. Yeah. So I had to go back, um, I went back after four months. So I had Jackson and then I remember it was the Grammys, and they wanted me to fit into a dress and stand beside Kokorosha on the red carpet at the Grammys. And I remember working my butt off with a trainer just to try and to try and get back get back I can't to even imagine what I thought I should be. Four months after it's like Things and aren't even healed. No, not even healed and nobody talks about the hormones and what happens to your body after. Nobody wants you back at work, I'm sorry, after you have a baby because you can't even think right. Mm-hmm. And you can't even at least I couldn't. I couldn't I couldn't rationalize things. Like things were just not they weren't okay. That must but have been I, so overwhelming. Well, I just didn't say anything. Yeah. I just pretended. And I cried a lot in my in my dressing room. For sure. Because
1: you had to leave her, too, well, to go had, to the Grammys.
3: Because I... No, I ended up bringing him. <gasps> him. I, I, I thought it was I my la- up, Okay, it was yeah, Jackson. Yeah, no, I ended up bringing him. And I remember I had, like, fake tanner and stuff all over my chest. And, like, two seconds before I hit the red carpet, I went to breastfeed. And he had, like, bronzer all over the side <laughs> of his face. And then as we were doing the red carpet, one boob was filling up and, like, one wasn't. And, the dre- and they're like, Cheryl, your dress, And I'm like, yes. And I'm sweating. Anyway, and I look back at that time, and it's one of my biggest regrets. I wish I had have taken a year off. Mm -hmm. But I was afraid to take Uh a year off. I Uh was afraid to lose my job. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to come back because I'd known a lot of people who just disappeared. Uh And I loved my job so much, but I also loved this human more than anything else. And I just... I couldn't come to terms with both worlds. And it was really, really hard.
1: And back then, because Jackson's 12, 11. 13. 13 now. Yeah. That was even. I feel like we've come so far from oh, yeah. like motherhood and the conversation. And you know, it's like you had a baby and then you pretended you didn't have a baby. It's like you had a baby, but don't talk about it. Like, don't show us any evidence of the baby. Just show back up as you are
2: and then carry on. We talk about it a lot right. now. But um, now in Canada, women can take up to eighteen months. That's right. And um, my sister in law wanted to take the eighteen months, and her boss said like nobody really does that. Like. You can't actually do that. It's like if, if you're going to offer it, you should be able to take it and your job should be there when you get back. Yeah.
3: No, but it's it's a very real thing and I I think we don't we don't honor what the body goes through and the brain goes through. Mostly I mean what the brain goes through, we're just starting to scratch the surface. We've been talking about what happens with the body because it's so physical and it's right there, but there's so much that goes on with a woman's brain mm. and the way they see themselves, the way they see the world, the way they walk in the world, and there's no room to kind of help, help navigate that,
2: I think. Yeah, you're right. So you have been with ET Canada since we got et canada in our country right yeah. she was the one From that the, mary Hart announced and
1: was like here she is Cheryl
3: hickey well that wasn't the original that what? wasn't exactly how it happened why you do i remember why do i remember that no so i was when you <laughs> asked you asked the question a little bit ago were there any women that that helped you and mm. there were like i said there were a few that's that wholeheartedly stood in my way uh of my career growing and me trying to do to do things. Do you still and, know those women? Um, I, I, mean, I have. I don't know where they are. Okay. I have no idea. But you know what? I'm, I'm sort of grateful for it because uh-huh. it made me, um, be like, you have the attitude of no doesn't mean no. It just means this is not my path, and I need to figure it out. Because if I had have gone down the path with the way that I thought I wanted to, this none of this would have happened. Right. So I, I'm you know, only time. <laughs> what With the path over there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Oh, I got to think about that. Yeah. Okay.
1: You can think on it. I was just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. We get it
3: again. Yeah. Um, but the ET Canada path, um, I was working in news and actually my desk was right there. Um, like, and, like on the news, like reporting, like yeah, that people that are dying in the world and like yeah, serious. It was, yeah. I was working the three to 11 shift, I think at that time. And I was a general news reporter. No, 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 that's not true. I started doing entertainment, like fun stuff. Okay, but prior to that, I I was doing court reporting and general news reporting, and if someone passed away, like the stuff for the night. But then the the the, the heavy stuff before you go. The
1: heavy stuff before you go to bed. The Mm -hmm. heavy stuff before Mm -hmm.
3: you go to bed. The real life stuff. And so then I started doing lighter stuff in entertainment, and I'd heard that they wanted to do an entertainment show, and I was like, huh interesting so i think i want to audition for that and i saw lots of models and actors and even sports athletes coming in to audition oh i'm God. like i want to audition for that and they would pass my desk wait mm-hmm. in in this whoa yeah right there right sports athletes yeah because they wanted yeah. they wanted someone glam and big and whatever for this entertainment did show. anybody um suggest to you that you should go for it um, no, but with my mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom did. I'm like, I feel like yeah. that should have been so obvious. Well, no, because, so then I I did, I asked if I could audition, and I did audition, and they said, you know, we don't want someone that looks like you, we don't want blonde hair, blue eyes, and we don't want someone that people know. And right at that time, I was working on um, Global News, so people didn't know who I was. I was the chopper chick, right? I flew in the helicopter. And <laughs> Everyone does the chopper. All everyone's the, the tri- ch- ch-
1: chopper chick. Yeah. Chopper. yeah
3: chopper, chopper chick. chick so i did that and and at the time i was like okay well you know what i'm not what you want so i'm gonna do the logical thing and i'm going to go see a boy in australia so then i decided i was gonna go find myself okay as you do and i had met a boy uh on how vacation in Mexico. Right okay wait hold on how old are we right in now? my 20s okay so I decided to go to, to Australia and find myself I knew you know when you know in your body you need to change. I was very grateful for my job and I loved it, but I needed a change. I knew I knew that I was changing overall
2: so i need to change let's go to I, I
3: like let's i know let's it was a our job little bit ridiculous anyway <laughs> go to australia had a great time came back and i was like okay i think i'm going to start looking for another job i need to figure out what's going on just sorry you're
1: 20 something and it feels like you've been in this industry for a thousand years you've been you've been in community tv now you're a chopper chick now you're on the news desk now you're doing something else this what is a career. what a career
3: it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things yeah there's a lot of stuff so i come back and i remember talking to my mom on the phone and she was like listen Um, you just got to know what you want to do and you just have to go for it. So that day I get a phone call and I get a phone call from the executives, Barb Williams, and she's like, listen, we want to have a meeting downtown at this big building, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, they just want to tell me in person because I've worked here for so long and they just want to be nice and that's cool. So it was really raining and I'm driving down the DVP and I'm talking to my mom and she's like, listen, when they give you the bad news, don't cry. Like when you are sad, mad, or happy, like sometimes your face leaks. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) cool got it <laughs> your problem like- no because i really wanted this job right <laughs> so i go down i go into this building go up onto the 12th floor and i walk into this boardroom and it's all windows and i see these two people sitting there it's barb williams and zev Shalev, who was my then ap and i sit down and i remember not looking at them i remember looking at a building like seeing you two but i was looking through them because mm-hmm. i was like i just need to be like boom right And I'm looking at this building and I just remember hearing Barb say, so we've decided we're going to do this entertainment show, as you know. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, well, um, we're actually going to be doing the Canadian version of entertainment tonight. And um, we would like you to host the show. (laughs) And I just remember being like, just hearing
1: like the room buzz. That would have been real mean if they called you down, right? Like to tell you you didn't get it. But that's what yeah. I thought we were no, doing. I know. I'm just saying yeah. it's kind of mean if they did. you're like, "And sorry," it's like kind of like American Idol. American Idol, Idol exactly.
3: They, or no, whatever. Where they walk you down. Yes, you're not. You're not. No, but I thought because you know, I I don't know. I had that in my brain because I'd worked with them for so long. I thought they were just doing due diligence and being nice. They are. I don't know. Anyway, and then they said, "And your co-host is going to be Rick Campanelli." And I was like, much music recant, are you kidding me? And then I suddenly had a whoosh of realizing, like, I don't know how to host a show. Like, I've never really read a teleprompter. I have no idea what I'm doing. And then it sort of just shot right out of a can. I remember her saying, are you okay? Do you have anything to say? And I was just like, Okay. And then the next thing I know, the CBS executives were all here. They were building I a remember. set. Um, I don't know why I remember We launched this. during film festival and it was the scariest, most exhilarating time of life. Where's the boy at this time? I was single. Oh, the boy? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the boy. <laughs> Sorry, we just got, ri- we just got yeah. rid of him. No he, did, no, he did move here for a bit because he was already planning to move <gasps> to Australia. It was not your husband. No. Oh. He, yeah, no. He moved mm-hmm. here. He lived here for a little bit. We broke up. You got famous, and the rest no, is history. And so, yeah. Did he move home? I don't even know where he is now. Is he cute? He was cute. Was, yeah. he, a, was he a surfer? Uh, no, he was a photographer. Don't you look up people
1: on Facebook, Cheryl? That's I Natalie's don't. full-time job.
2: Do you? I could do a deep dive for you. Perfect, yeah, perfect. We, we're we're going to do a yeah. TV show
1: where we go interview all of her ex-boyfriends, Natalie. Oh, wow. Yeah, Okay. and like actually see how it ended for them versus her.
3: Yes. Ooh. No, it's not going to be good for me. Isn't that a good show? I think it's a great show.
2: <laughs> I would watch I would them. absolutely watch it. <laughs> I call them all by name on our podcast. Like, yeah. I- So we go into like, this is how she thinks. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. Thank boring. you. Yeah. Okay, let's take this to network. And just so you know, it's not like I broke up with all of these guys, they broke up with me too. Yeah, exactly. This I would think great. it
3: would be so fascinating. I would watch it, absolutely I would. See?
1: I told you this is a great show. Okay, don't steal it anybody. Hey. Okay,
3: <laughs> You've already got it dear, you're fine. We've got
2: and there's so many of them. You like it's not, not even so like many? two. Oh my god, there's like but twelve, yeah, you well, have fun because even we'll go back to grade six. Well, then there you go. I <laughs> we'll mean, go so that's
3: back. yeah. You've got twelve episodes. That's a whole season.
2: <laughs> we'll go back to grade six. You have the safest job in this. You get to be the interviewer. I have to sit with ex boyfriends.
1: Yeah, we'll medicate you. It'll be so fun. Oh, we'll just like drunk you. You'll be drunk. great. I'll be drunk. It'll be great. Oh, I'll do your be,
3: makeup. Okay. Oh no, Hassan does your makeup. I'll get your clothes ready. <laughs> you'll
1: laugh. But you'll laugh the entire time. It's you gonna know, be great. she'll like do. She'll cry when like they're upset when it's like, emotional.
3: Every time someone's emotional, I get emotional.
1: She's not emotional so oh, like they'll no be- oh not even a little bit she'll just sit there and giggle and they'll be crying you'll be crying and she'll oh, be like
3: <laughs> <I'll-> <laughs> you That's guys horrible. i can't wait seriously
1: can't. yeah i'll do it okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, totally do it. In front of a live audience, obviously. Oh, my gosh. No, I have no idea what a lot of my ex-boyfriends are doing.
2: Not true. So. Mm. Oh, I know where everybody's at. I
3: know one's like a kindergarten teacher, which is oh, great. That's beautiful. Yeah, but that's all I really know. And
0: one, I, I don't know.
3: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more
1: infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. Okay, I, 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 we're coming on 30 minutes, but I have to f- ask a few more yes, questions. Sir. Okay.
2: Oh, go ahead. I want to know what it was like when you met your husband and he got to date the host of Entertainment Tonight <laughs> Canada. No.
3: So uh, that was a blind date. That was a blind date. Uh, He
2: obviously knew who
3: you were. No, so you have to understand. No, 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 no. Wait, my husband um, is a sports fan does not watch I mean he listens to his music that he listens to but he wasn't watching you were everywhere you were everywhere
2: you were on buses I feel like we were his mother should have at least I guess he didn't tell his mom who was going to blind date with so
3: it goes like this so there was a production assistant who worked here a PA who um, also was part-time where he worked before and she said, there's this guy I think you need to meet. He's been working on himself. He's amazing. I'm like, no, I so just broken up with that Australia. Also a red flag? He's been working on himself? Well, also, <laughs> but sort of, If I see a red flag back then. it was like, ooh, cool, what's up? Now I'm like, he's
1: working on himself. I'm like, and no, next? Yeah,
3: no,
2: see, that was... She's like, he's got issues, I'm in.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's you too. But she was like, no, I feel like you really need to meet this guy and then on the other end, he was saying to him, you know, there's this girl, I really want you to meet her and she's newly single and he's like, oh, I don't know anyway, so she says to me, I want you to send him an email okay, so I send him an email, three weeks go by, I hear nothing and then she comes up to me and she's like Did he ever email you back? And I'm like, no, didn't email me back. Goes over to him, finds out that he did a mass delete on his email, and I was in the junk. So then she retrieves it. She emails me as though it's him.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: And then we ended up talking for about three weeks over email and Mm -hmm. phone Mm -hmm. um, because he was in the middle of... um, what is it? Baseball. Baseball. It's called uh, Oh, spring training. Spring. No one. Mm, Finals. Training. Finals, other one. Fall training. The
1: training. Okay, not Stanley
3: uh, playoffs. Cup. Um, not playoffs. Uh, it's like the Stanley World Cup, Series. World, World series. series. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, we're
1: so smart. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: I'm just not a baseball person. So anyway, he was very busy. Couldn't go on a date. And I'm neither of us. We were like, okay. So we we're just flirting. So he over knows the phone. who you are at this point. So no, he well. Cheryl Hickey. So at that point, he Googles me, mm. and then his friend puts on the TV and shows him, and he's like, oh. I couldn't find him online. There was oh. no pictures. There was absolutely nothing. He had no footprint.
1: Was this like pager time? Like he could page you, and then you have to like go?
3: No, this was 2005. Okay, I'm lost. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, he wore a name tag that said, hello, my name is Kevin, because I had no idea what he looked like. And then... Thank God he was hot. And...
2: And, and, he and was I walked
1: in, and that was it. I feel like the that EP was it. wouldn't set them up. You know what I mean? Like she wouldn't do that. Yeah. She wouldn't put a ten with a two. What,
3: stop. Looked, I'm just saying she wouldn't. No, but she he doesn't. was supposed to be moving to Florida. That was his plan. He was going to move to Florida. You and anyways, he decided not to move to Florida, and then that was the end of the story. It was like love at first sight. It was. It was. It was lust, and then love for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a beautiful story. It was good. <laughs> And then I got a little bit drunk on the first day, so I was like, eh, he's leaving for Florida. Yeah. So I was like, truly myself. Yes, And then I was like, uh, nothing to lose, and then all of a sudden, he decided not to go, and I was like, "Huh? Maybe that was a key all along." <laughs> I want to meet drunk Cheryl. This yeah, sounds like a really she's fun. Ginny's good. Ginny's like- our the- name. Ginny. Wow. Ginny is good. She's fun. How oh,
2: do you, in- she likes tequila now? But yeah,
1: oh, so gosh. so do Cat and Nat. Right? That's great news. It's better
2: a lot. It's better for you. I, um, so you have been the host of ET Canada. People come and go. I don't know if this is an appropriate question, but like, okay. How do you know? How do you know every day when you come in the office just to feel like secure in your job? Like I know other like secure places, in general, like, like in other, no, in your, job, like, in your job, like in other places. It's like, okay, well, if you reach that sales goal, if you, if you do this thing,
1: you finish this, birth, you, know you know, if you're good at your all. job, you have milestones to know if you're good at your job. Do you right. know you're good at your job?
3: Like, how do you know you're good at your job? Yeah. I'm still here. So that's one thing. <laughs> but listen, I don't. I, you know, I don't take it for granted, and I don't think for one second that. Well, um, oh, low battery mode. Hold on.
1: Oh wait, it should be plugged in. That's okay. That's so weird.
3: Um, I don't know. Like, I think. <laughs> Is it I'm scary sometimes? One, yeah, I'm always one day away from like, are we okay? Like, I've lived my entire life like that. I came from. I guess that's TV. A small town of 227 people moved when I was a teenager to a place of 20,000 people. I know nobody in this industry, so I've worked my way every single inch and had, like I said to you, had lots of barriers. I've had more no's than I've had yes's. I've had a couple of yes's that have, that I've worked really hard at. Yeah. Um, and, and worked really hard at maintaining, like trying to be really good at my job, learning new skills, trying to figure out ways to help others along the way. And I think that that's part of, I don't take it for granted. Like, I don't. And I see other people around me doing great things, too, and I celebrate them. Um, so, what was your question? I forget. I forget, too. Oh, 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 oh do you I, think you're going to get fired anytime soon? <laughs> that was your question.
1: Oh, no,
2: listen, listen, I mean, I don't know. I don't I know. know. I just mean in that industry, because it's
1: different. And then um, I know, because someone know. someone felt like they had a very hard exit. You know what I mean? I won't well, say who. That was a big, that was a big, you know what I'm
3: talking about. Oh, right. Oh, because my age. Listen. No,
1: not even your age. Someone who worked on the show. Oh, right. That yes. was, that was
3: abrupt. There was an abrupt change there was and, the, an abrupt and change. the internet went wild. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think because I've been around for a lot of changes that have happened, I'm, I'm consistently like that fear, mm-hmm. cause it's probably a fear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away. Mm. Right. I mean, yeah. you have that in the back of your mind. So I do, I do our management now doesn't, doesn't, uh, they want you to know that you're doing a good job and they want you to feel oh, that's secure. So, so we nice. have a really great management team now that wants people to succeed and wants good. people to feel secure and feel good. good. That hasn't always been the case no. in, in this industry. Right. And that can be really emotionally taxing. It yes. Yes. can be really scary. Um, but um, I, think, I think the climate is changing. I think management is changing. They have to. And they, they want have to. women to feel secure because for a long time... It's been let's keep women feeling insecure. Let's maybe pit them against each other. Let's try these things and then see how they perform. If we've performed through all of those things, imagine how we will perform when you allow us or help us feel more secure and supported. Sure. And imagine what can happen when those things happen. Speaking, speech, preaching to the, say it louder for the back.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And I'm so glad to hear that. I have one other random question. I am very um, I'm very so, aware that. that journalism is not acting but because mm-hmm. you're comfortable because you're beautiful because you're confident behind the camera have you ever wanted to act
3: <laughs> um, uh, yeah I have I've 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 done a little tiny bit and in the last year or so I keep poking around with some agents about doing like a hallmark movie and stuff You'd like be so that awesome. oh my we've talked God. about it You'd thank be so good you at so one of
2: those yes but, please I keep
3: putting it out there and then taking it back right. and then putting it out there and taking it back because I'm a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, just I've do it. i also learned that anything you're really scared of doing means that you should probably do it. Absolutely. So that's one thing that I definitely, certainly want to do And we'd sure. like to see you on a show. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd like to do it a little bit. I think it would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think you'd be great at it. I have one last question. It's a big one, but I'm going to ask you. Um, the Okay, so you're on a... I don't know what to call it anymore. Cause I feel like the internet is wild, but it health, wellness, whatever you want to call it, your mm-hmm. journey, your, your process. Um, how is that going? And what is plan? the, like, well, just it you, you, I mean, we know the industry of anything, weight loss, health, um, yeah, working tricky. out is like a hotbed tricky. for everyone's opinion. And you, can't seem to love yourself and want to change yourself like you get Botox you hate yourself you you uh, I mean we could go right down to highlighting your hair you might you know so how is that going because you really took a big step into the space and did I launch your own program Did you I not launch your own program? I did. Um,
2: that's a yeah. big. That's a very big. And I know what that's yeah, like too, because you know I'm. I'm a, we're, we're with Weight Watchers. Yeah. and I'm always talking about wanting to. But you weight. guys look great, and I yes. love how you
3: encourage people. But encourage people wherever they are, which I think is important. It's not about. It's whatever works for you. It's not what works for me. No. It's what works for you, and I think. So, in terms of wellness yes. and the journey, yes. I really, in 2019, when my dad, uh, when things started to really go sideways, my da- it all starts with him. And I'll probably cry here, so I'm going to be sorry about that. Okay.
2: Um She's going to start leaking. Sorry. Yeah, in <laughs> well, 20, don't
3: ruin your makeup. I won't, because Sasan did such a great job. <laughs> yeah, Um In 2018, my dad started to act different and things started to change. And. Um, And I know I was like thinking about wellness and and health a lot. And I always kind of had with with my mom uh, because she always talked about wellness and eating well and all those kinds of things. And then when he got sick, it was really smack in my face. Um, And by sick, he has a rare brain disease called progressive supranuclear palsy. So uh, the later stages of it. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Oh, yeah. Our, well,
1: we've watched your journey online yeah. too, right? It's been a really few hard years for you, especially yeah. with COVID. Like it's, yeah. And everything's falling on you. Yeah. Like you, it's really hard. Yeah. So
3: um, fast forward a little bit as, as things really in COVID started to go in the tank. Um, I realized that uh, my health and my family's health, if we don't have that, we've got nothing. And nothing else matters. All the, the glamour and the glitz and all the things that, that I see, that everyone sees in the highlight reel in my life, it just doesn't matter. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, and
1: it, it's so weird that it makes it okay because that is your, like, how do I put this? It's like, it, we, we judge why, what people's Why? And then Mm -hmm. as a society, we decide, we deem whether or not it's acceptable. So, because you have a history and you want to take care of your your family because you don't, you want to be here for a long time, that's okay. But if someone just wants to lose weight, that's not okay. But that's okay too. I, it has to be okay. We think it's okay. But also, as you age, it's so interesting because you don't have the same options anymore. Right. Because you're, it, you do have problems
3: okay so that's the thing so in 2019 I was like I need to get my act together I see what happens not that his brain disease was caused by that but you know living well and taking care of your body you this is this is you get the one vessel right totally so it became very apparent to me so I joined a program that uh, helped me get my eating under control and sort of really mindfulness taking care of myself being intentional with my workouts really learning how how to cook again and go back to the basics, right? We think it's so logical, but it actually, is not. We need a reminder, it, and I we need do. a reminder. Yes. And did I lose weight? Yes, I lost 20 pounds. Did I feel good? Absolutely. Was I sleeping better? Yes. Were my hormones getting back in, like, back in track? Yes. All those things. And then I realized, oh, wow, I'm actually cooking better for my family. I'm making better choices for my kids. Is every day a 100? No. But am I doing a little bit better? Do I see them sleeping better? Do I see them being less reactive with the sugar highs and the sugar lows? Yes. Is this something I want to continue? Yeah. And so the woman that I, Susan Galuto, yeah. um, and I decided we were going to create a program for families about getting back on track. It's a It's about eating together. It's about being intentional. It's about being mindful. It's about doing activities together. It's about living intentionally. And I think we did that at the beginning of COVID. There was a sweet spot. It was about a month where we all made the sourdough. We all Mm -hmm. ate at the table. We all played the games and this is an eight-week program that will it's like a boot camp for life okay these are some healthy recipes these are some suggested activities these are some non-negotiables with digital do it for eight weeks at the end of the eight weeks you take what you want make it a tradition in your family the rest you can dust but you had a reset for your family so that's what we created and that's what it is. And how is
1: it being perceived and how is it going? Like, how, it, I mean, it's amazing, but how is that? Yeah. How, how was the, the, how was the receiving end of that?
3: So far, so good. I mean, good. I haven't heard, I know there's going to be people who are going to say all kind. this is not a weight loss program. This is an eating healthy program. This is about nourishing your family from the inside out. That's what this is. And mm-hmm. anybody else who wants to take it and think it elsewise, that's, that's, they're not listening to what, what the program is and, and that's okay. Uh, that means it's not for them. And it's obviously a trigger for them because if you can't, yeah. if you can't
1: hear it, yeah. you just want to react.
3: Yeah. This is about providing healthy options. And and again, we say with this, no family's perfect. Mine isn't
1: Mm-mm. nobody
3: is. This is about doing the best you can. And it's a reset. It's a reset, try and reset. But again, um, I did my reset for my family in 2019 out of fear, out of worry. And I realized that it's changed the way we we walk in the world. And now my daughter wants to to sit at the table because she loves the conversation that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. She loves cooking with me. Not every night, but they love it. And Nyla likes to make a list and who has the responsibilities to do what. Mm -hmm. So it's done some beautiful things for our family. And I just want to offer that to other families. And that's why we did it. You're making me hungry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) for something delicious. But I think weight, weight, talking about weight in women is a really, really tricky thing. And I think whatever your journey is, it just needs to be yours. And we can't shame each other for wanting something for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think... Either way, whatever it is that you want to do, do that for your body. And if, and, and and body positive should be for everybody.
1: Like if every, everybody, you'd be positive to other people, to yourself. And you know, I know there's triggers, and I know there's conversations, and I know we have daughters. And I'm like, at, you. If you can teach everybody to be who they need and want to be, that is way more powerful than than deflecting what everybody else wants to be. Because when we go and say that what they're doing is wrong, what they're doing is wrong, we're just spending so much energy but no one's ever going to be the same.
3: No, I've been really conscious about that with my daughter because I'm very aware of what I do and the imagery that she sees and when we talk about exercise in our family, it's I I do this because I want to keep up with you. I want to do this so that I'm strong enough to be able to hang with you and run and catch you then and by do...
1: The, by the way, when you see how much kids move, so I tell my kids, I'm like, what you do all day is I have to go on a treadmill because I don't
3: move as much as... You, what you, you do at recess is what is I have my to, 20 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah. That's what I try to tell exactly. them. Exactly. I'm like, you yeah. guys don't need
1: this because watch what you do. I'm like, have you seen clothes? We should, that she watches TV on her hands upside down That's right. doing cartwheels That's and I'm right. like we have to go and actually go to yoga and tell, have us, tell us someone to go yeah. on our hands you guys do it for life yeah.
3: But I also think teaching your your kids about honoring their body and the importance of movement, especially for their mental health. I struggle with anxiety and I've struggled with anxiety since I was 25. And not too long ago, in fact, last week, I was starting to have an anxiety anxiety thing again. And I was like to my mom, like, I don't know, what, what am I missing here? And I'm like, oh, the four boxes. I'm not meditating as much as I used to. I'm not moving my body as much as I know I should. I'm not drinking enough water. Dehydration and anxiety for me are triggers are things that set it off or sleep and those are things if you can teach young people the importance of exercise drinking water eating you know eating for your body you can really keep your mental health stable or more stable yeah, keyword more stable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the, listen, unless there's other things going on, which is, you know, obviously talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. But but having a healthy having a healthy foundation is just so where to start we well, have so much going on where
1: can everybody find you and thank you for taking time and where should they go and what should they know and <laughs> where what what do we well, do you watch
3: us and and i we are yeah that's the other thing we're you know two women hosting et canada which I is the first thing uh the first time ever which is really really exciting and you can follow me there and then you can find me on my instagram at cheryl hickey i'm not really on twitter anymore because it gives me hives um but i am on tiktok as well, just under my name. Perfect. Yeah.
2: Thanks so much. <gasps> Thanks
3: everybody. Yes.
1: yes. All All right, because... push
3: end and here we go.